0: hello hello podcast listeners and welcome to another edition of pwc connections the podcast they continue to let us do this we must be producing some good content we Uh, did win a couple of awards but i want to pat ourselves on the back whatever I will be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson. I am an associate in the communications and community relations department here at PWC, being joined by my co-host, Miss Lexi Hasapis. Hello,
1: everyone, podcast listeners. What's
0: going on, Lexi?
1: I am ready. I'm so excited about today's topic.
0: How are you feeling this Friday? This is the last Friday of January.
1: I can't believe this month has gone by so fast.
0: We'll be talking 2024 before you know it. You're correct. But today, We are going to have a topic that I, I think we've discussed before, but we're going to try to discuss it. Uh, let it <laughs> out. We're going to try to discuss it in another f- format, and it is disgusting in some ways. We're talking ceasing the grease and keeping wipes out of the pipes, and we are being joined by Mr. Thomas Urbanic. Thomas,
2: yes, sir. what do you do here? I am the uh, mechanical field supervisor for the central maintenance guys. So we work at the lift stations, which move the sewage to the wastewater plants. And then we also work at the wastewater and water treatment plants.
0: How long have you been with PwC?
2: 13 years.
0: Wow. Woo-hoo! So I'm sure you've seen a lot of lot of changes and things of that nature. Oh, so for where you are now, is there a typical day? What does a typical day look like?
2: Uh. First thing in the morning, we assign out the work orders to the guys to get them going, and then from there, um, it it can go any of a main directions. Just depends on <laughs> what we find in the system, uh, any kind of meetings that we have going on, construction, repairs. It's it's a gamut.
0: Absolutely. Now, I, I guess I had a Freudian slip as we were introducing the topic, uh, keeping grease and wipes out of the pipes it can be a disgusting thing we uh, recently did a television segment to try to you know show the visual of it a little bit more but we wanted to have some more conversation on this topic to let people know the impact of this because i too even before started working at the utility did not know the impact of flushing a wipe especially those labeled flushable you assume that okay i can just flush it down and most people don't uh, necessarily want to throw it in their wastebasket, but perhaps not having the education and understanding of the impact of, of flushing it is the reason why it's continuing to happen. So that's why we wanted to kind of have you come in and kind of get to the nitty-gritty of that, of, yeah. of the impact. That There's it a lot of nitty-gritty. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are some of the issues caused by not properly disposing? We'll start with grease.
2: Okay. Well, with the grease, you know, most people don't realize that when it's in your, your pan or your pot and you're cooking with it, it's hot. It's a liquid. It moves around a lot. You know, it's very fluid. Um, and even when it's in the bottle and it's cold and you buy it at the store, it's a liquid and it's very fluid. That's true. Now when you get it into the drain, the drain pipes and the sewer lines, that's when it starts to become a problem because it'll mix with water mm-hmm. and then it'll start to solidify and eventually it can get as hard as concrete if it's not Taken care of um, before that point, and, right. and you got a plug.
0: Yeah, I think people aren't aware of that. They yeah. continue to think it stays in like a softened, liquidy form, but mm-hmm. that, right. yeah, it can get as hard as a rock. It sure can. And imagine that being in the pipes.
2: Right. And what that's going to do to the sewer when you go to flush the toilet, or right. you're running your sink, washing your dishes, or what have you.
0: Is coming back in your house. So so what are sewer overflows? What I mean, it sounds disgusting even just saying the it title is, of it. It's,
2: it's the, the raw sewage will either come out of a, a manhole. Um, it can come out of a, a break or a crack in the pipe in the ground somewhere, and eventually it'll work its way up to the surface where it can be mm-hmm. seen and smelled. Um, it can even have problems at our lift stations from it. It can come out of our lift stations, you know, if it's not, um, if it creates a blockage somewhere.
0: We, we have a photo that's running right now on our social media of uh what what, what is it lexi what's it called
1: we call it a fat burg
0: and uh it looks like almost like you're pulling out some moppy water or uh-huh. it it looks disgusting yeah and it is getting some uh, attention on our social media because I'm sure people aren't used to seeing this but Thomas you probably see these quite frequently
2: hey, we, see, we see them all the time um You know, in a lift station, you've got pumps. So the purpose of a lift station is it's at a low point in the collection, the sewer collection system. The lift station does exactly what the name says. It lifts the sewage up to another high point so that it can flow by gravity down to another low point. And that's how the sewage is transported to the two wastewater treatment plants. So basically it's stair-stepping the sewage until it gets to the treatment plant. If we didn't have lift stations, you can only imagine how deep in the ground the treatment plant would have to be. And all those sewer pipes would have to be to keep the proper velocity of the sewage going to keep the pipes scoured and keep them from clogging up with debris. It would be very, very deep. And it's not financially feasible to do it that way either. Mm -hmm. So we use the lift stations to pump it up to another high point and send it on. But as far as the fatbergs go, everything that goes into your, down your toilet, down your kitchen drains, um even people that throw stuff in manholes that they shouldn't be kids or teenagers or whatever and stuff gets in there all that ends up at a lift station at some point um, when it gets into the lift station we have pumps in there if that debris and those fatbergs get into the pumps they clog the pumps they could even lock up the pumps they can cause damage to the pumps they can cause motors to um burn up they can call, cause belts to burn off uh, just a variety of things can happen, but it will clog a pump and the discharge piping of the pump, just like it does your sewer lines and stuff coming out of your house and the gravity veins in the ground that PWC maintains. So it's, it's just a continuous problem. And if it gets pumped from leaves, you know, leaves a neighborhood or whatever, and it gets to the lift station, that lift station is able to pass it. Now it's going gravity down to another lift station. So more and more stuff is being added to this fatberg, it gets bigger and more disgusting. And eventually it's going to cause a problem. A problem. A big big problem. problem. And If it makes it all the way to the wastewater treatment plant, you know, now they have to deal with it and they have equipment that removes it, but you know, that equipment can get damaged. It can wear out from too much debris and fatbergs coming in there. So it's just a continuous um, Mm. wear on equipment on people because we have to respond to these calls and these calls just don't um happen eight <laughs> to five.
1: They're not during banker hours. <laughs> no, they're not during
2: banker <laughs> hours. You know, we, uh, the station guys are on call 24-7, includes holidays, includes weekends. So when there's a problem, they have to go. They have so much time to get there and start addressing the issue. Um, how, so, big, how
0: big is the area? How many, how many guys are you managing?
2: I have six guys that I manage on the lift station side, and there's five on the plant side. Um, and we have 81 lift stations, uh, two water treatment plants, two wastewater treatment plants, and I think it's 12 or 13 distribution pump stations that we have, or distribution sites we have to maintain as well.
0: Wow. You, you said eight lift stations?
2: 81 lift stations.
0: 81 lift stations?
2: 81, and then they're spread out all across Cumberland County from the north to the south and from the east to the west they're everywhere
0: wow so i would imagine this is a strain on the workforce it's It's uh it also requires quite a bit of maintenance on the equipment also yes
2: it does so it's the more the more that these fatbergs and this stuff that shouldn't be in the sewer lines is showing up in the sewer lines that's driving up maintenance costs that's driving up man hours you know we have vehicles that are equipped with tools and equipment that we have to drive to these locations. So now that's driving up our fleet costs because now they're responding more and more often. And it's just, you know, it's becoming a huge expense and burden to to us and uh, to everybody really.
1: That's a great point. I mean, anyone who's ever had a sewage black backup in their house, think of that at your house and your neighbor's house and the next house and the next house. And it all goes into that sewer main and then it all collects into one huge thing. So it's I think out of sight, out of mind is part of the problem. You flush it, you don't see it right. until there's a problem. There's a problem. So imagine the three, dollars $400 you call to get a plumber to come out to fix your little line at your house. Imagine how much it would cost PwC to dig that stuff out of the huge mains.
2: And, and something else I want to add to that, Lexi, too, is, you know, PwC has electric as well as water and wastewater. You lose power, you know almost immediately you've lost power if you've got a problem in the lateral going from your house to that sewer line um, or in that there's a, a blockage in the sewer line somewhere out in, in the street or whatever, you're not going to immediately know that. Great point. Because it, it takes a while. Sometimes it can take a while for that that sewage to, to back up and build up to the point
0: where it's discoverable. So for all our tree huggers, and that should be all of us who are trying to keep our waterways natural and clean, this could also cost a Possible contamination, as you mentioned, to getting to the treatment plants and them also being impacted by this. So, yeah, just help us out. We got to continue to spread this message of, uh, you know, stop pouring grease. We try to provide our own little tools like we have our uh, fat trappers Mm -hmm. that we have at our community events sometimes. And we offer the free uh, disposable bags. What are some guidelines that people can kind of keep in mind for disposing of grease or reducing it?
2: Well, I mean, I was when I was raised um, when we were after we fried some chicken or, you know, used some grease or had greasy food or whatever the we always um, let it cool. And then we would put it into Walmart bags or some kind of plastic bag from another grocery store or whatever, you know, double bag it and put it in there. And then we would always scrape the pan as well to get as much of that. Uh, the burnt food and that grease that was left up in there out and then we'd wipe it with a paper towel and then we would wash it because the more you can put in the trash and it goes to the landfill the better off your sewer collection system is going to be and something else too on Lamont when you were talking about everybody being tree huggers I hope everybody realizes that the what the true purpose of a sewer collection system is it's for everybody's health and well-being you know, we contain all that sewage in the pipes and at the lift stations and at the treatment plants where it gets treated and it's clean once it's it's returned back to the river. But, you know, if you go back to the Middle Ages, you know, they just did their business wherever and they threw stuff right out the window. <laughs> I mean, right. and oh, there was all sorts of disease and stuff. So not only does it affect the, the environment, but it's also our health that's really at stake here when you get down to it. And plus the customers or not the customers, but the um, other entities downstream of us that are pulling out of the Cape Fear River for their their potable water supply. You know, we have to return the water back to the river so that they can use it. You know, we don't want to put contaminants so that they're having to deal with that downstream of us. And, you know, we expect the same of
0: entities that are above us as well.
1: Absolutely. Great point. (laughs) thank god for
0: evolution and the modernization of civilization (laughs) that we're not still just you know pooping in a hole and covering it up
1: well and you know i think it's important to a thank you and everyone in this industry that really does think about it in that way it's not just a dirty job that's cool on tv you're keeping us safe you're keeping our waterways safe and i don't think you probably get enough thank yous but thank you on behalf of everyone who's listening and all of the hard work that y'all do and we know that um it's, it's Sometimes these are hard topics to talk about because people don't want to talk about it. Thank God we live in a first world country, right, where we, we have flushable wipes. Some people don't have that. So now we're at a point where it's like we have to really talk about the nitty gritty. Do not throw things in the toilet. Like right. you have a trash can. Use your trash can. There you go. Yeah.
0: Let's circle back to that. You mentioned it, flushable wipes. We touched on it a little bit, but I'm, I'm sure people are, I think we're exaggerating. They, we, you can flush toilet paper, so why can't I flush a wipe?
2: Well, you look at a piece of toilet paper, how thick is it, right? Very thin. Very thin, right? Even two-ply. Right, It's very thin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All it is is two pieces of one-ply put together. Right. (laughs) You look at a flushable wipe, and it's significantly thicker than a piece of toilet paper. And I'm telling anybody that thinks that, you know, we don't know what we're talking about, or it's, it's a bunch of malarkey, to put some toilet paper in a jar of water and then put the same quantity of flushable wipes in another jar of water and shake them up and see which one breaks apart and dissolves first. And you'll see toilet paper was designed to dissolve in the water as it travels. Flushable wipes, I'm sorry, but they, they do not. They're evil.
1: They are arch nemesis.
2: they, They are an arch nemesis. Um, you know, they just um, it takes them longer to break down, and they don't break down fast enough, and that's why they build up in
1: the collection mm-hmm. system. If anyone's ever been in an RV, you are familiar. Oh yeah, because you got to use like the half ply <laughs> 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 in those things, and so it's not just wipes; it's plastic things; it's anything that you should not put in the toilet. Like it's okay. We all have trash cans. Put Let, it in the trash can. Let's name them. No paper
0: towels. No paper
2: towels. Uh, tampon yeah. tampon applicators. Prophylactics. Um,
0: No diapers. Diapers. People Mm -hmm. are flushing diapers. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Feminine pads.
0: Um, Q-tips.
2: Q-tips.
1: Oh, wow. I wouldn't have thought
2: about that. Believe it or not, a Q-tip can get behind the, the, it's called the impeller. It's inside the pump. It's what creates the force that moves the liquid that you're pumping. But those Q-tips can get behind that impeller and it can damage seals and stuff back there. Wow. Because they're so small and they're so hard. And if they work their way in there, you know, it's a spinning shaft. If it gets against that seal or whatever, it can destroy it. Now we're having to repair or replace a pump. It's
1: awesome. I would have never thought people would flush that.
2: What oh. about kitty litter? Oh, ki- Oh, please, no kitty litter. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it clumps when, when a cat uses a bathroom in it, right? What do you think it's going to do in a collection system? And it's going to get just as hard as mm-hmm. that greaseberg. Dental floss. Dental floss can wrap around things and cause problems. Um, it can act like a net eventually and cause all those wipes and everything else just it all ties together because when that water's moving and it's it's falling and going around curves and stuff it's think about uh one of those rides on a, on a cruise line where you're in the inner tube <laughs> or whatever how the water curves up on the wall and goes down you know that's happening in, in the sewer lines not to that degree but it's still happening it's still causing that stuff to twist and turn it just wraps around itself mm-hmm. and becomes a huge problem
1: that's crazy and you said the other day hair i never thought about how important it is to have that little hair collector on top of your drain so that your hair doesn't go down the drain in the shower yeah
2: i've, I've seen huge clumps of hair before um Gosh. it just your yeah, hair doesn't break down like that so
1: you're dealing with hairballs fat burgs. i mean we love y'all thank you for keeping <laughs> yeah. everything moving just
0: thank stop you. flushing hard objects in general please, down please. the toilet it'll it'll help us out and Tremendously
2: try to try to keep those uh, young children from putting their favorite toys down the toilet, yeah. too. watching it spin mm. around the, the bowl as oh, it's flushing gosh. and then and it disappears.
1: Army guys going swimming, yes. no, nope, yeah, they're know. not going to the pool.
0: <laughs> so, so we've named several things not to flush. I guess we it's the toilet is for flushing uh, pee, poop, toilet paper. Yes,
1: Woo-hoo. the and three P's. If,
0: and if you've had a bad night, maybe some vomit. <laughs> or a
1: good night all right
0: so we pwc has a few resources as we mentioned we have our free fat trappers you can contact customer service at 910-483-1382 to request one or some replacement bags there's also the grease trap inspection program city of Fayetteville offers that get more information on our website um any closing advice you would give the consumers or our customers, Thomas?
2: Um, I think one big piece of advice I would give, um, and maybe people don't realize this, but the more expenses that PwC has to um, take in because of things like the fat fatbergs and stuff, you know, PwC, in my opinion, can only um, take in so much of that before it's eventually going to have to be passed on to the customer. And I know right now, in the way things are around the world or whatever the economy and supplies and everything else everybody's kind of struggling with money right now i mean it's a big deal um so eggs uh, are expensive yes they are i was really (laughs) shocked the other day i went to the store to buy some eggs i thought i was i didn't know what i was thinking but um you know so try to do everything you can to keep your bills down this is one of those things you can do to keep your bills down Mm -hmm. just you know, dispose of it in the garbage where it's supposed to be, not in that toilet or the drain.
1: Well, you bring up a great point because I think some people always look at our bills and we go, why is sewer more expensive than water? Well, this is a great point. It's not just because of the fatbergs, but you think about how much it costs to treat water and make it drinkable, right? But then think about when we drink it, it comes right back out of our bodies and it goes somewhere. That process is extremely difficult, and and we're making it more difficult by flushing things that don't need to be flushed. Right. Those systems have to be maintained. They're not the newest systems in the world, so when we're putting this much pressure on that, we're obviously having to fix it. That's why we have facility fees, and so I think that's a great example of why that is so expensive. I mean, Lord knows that is a hard job.
2: I mean, the wastewater treatment plants, and the way I, I like to explain it in layman's terms um, is they're just a souped-up version of nature, so, you know, <laughs> it's a great way you use use the bathroom out out somewhere in the woods or in a field or something um you know nature will break it down but when you're out there you know you're not there's no tampon applicators um (laughs) you know you might use some toilet paper or maybe a wet wipe and out there the wet wipe will probably eventually break down but you know it's everything is faster and souped up when it goes into a sewer collection system you know because we're trying to treat that that sewage is as quickly and safely as we can and get it back into the source so that, Mm -hmm. you know, it can continue on.
0: Thomas, I want to thank you for joining us and sharing some of your experience and expertise with our listeners. You can get more information. We got our PWC expo coming up. Uh, We'll give you more information in some upcoming episodes. I think it's in March.
1: March 24th, I believe.
0: March 24th. That's coming up. And that is where we'll have pretty much PwC on display. There will be a water resources area where you can get more information and pick up a free fat trapper. So as we get ready to wrap it up, I want to say thank you once again for joining us and helping us with the TV show, Thomas. And thank you for what you do for PwC. I know it's a dirty job. It is. But I appreciate you doing
2: it. I uh, appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'll pass the thanks on to, to my guys. And I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it because it's one of those things, in my opinion, needs to be talked about. It shouldn't be taboo to talk about it.
1: So, Absolutely.
2: And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's causing a, a big problem. It is, it is
2: causing
1: a big problem. We all flush the toilet the same. Yes, we do. <laughs>
0: so once again thank you thank our listeners for listening to this episode of pwc connections please continue to listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts whether it's apple google spotify i believe we're on all those platforms just do a search bar pwc connections uh we'll be back in two weeks with another episode Please check us out on social media by the similar handle, F A Y P W C, for our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Lexi's doing a great job with that. I can give her a shout out hey, if someone. I can. Great little kudos.
1: <laughs> there we go. All
0: right. I hope everyone is having a great day, great week. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We'll be back with some more great content for our listeners. This is Fayetteville's Hometown Utility signing out.